Andrew. Sorry hey. about that. Yeah, no worries. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. Um, want me want me to call my mom now? Uh, in a second. Let me try to get a sense of what we're gonna do first. Okay. Um. So the idea here was to do like a follow up off of you and your mom's conversation from last summer, which was like a mm-hmm. post election sort of thing, right? Mm-hmm. But you also wanted to do that in light of first of all, can I acknowledge how how weird this feels that it's been like a month since our last episode. This is like a mini sode and there's so much other stuff going on right now. It is the church is insane right I now. Know. It's it's like wild. And I and that's one of the reasons like combined with a kind of with this sort of depression thing I've been experiencing. Like it's just I, I, I have not felt like producing anything. I have felt like just hunkering down and hiding. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling really similar. Yeah. Like I have conflict with a friend. Mm-hmm. Um and he was like, can we meet up next Wednesday and talk about it? And I was like, oh, now I kind of want to just keep the beef heavy because uh-huh. <laughs> I don't want to leave my house. <laughs> I know. I know exactly what you mean. Like, I don't know. It's just it's been a it's been a weird time. And at some point, I'm sure that we can process our feelings about it uh, in general and also like go back to making regular episodes. But I just it's just it's, it's a weird time in the church and subsequently it's a really weird time yeah and it's hard to feel motivated right now because Mm -hmm. everything is so weird and ugly yeah yeah for sure it's like what what any of this for i know yeah that's exactly how i'm feeling um yeah um so on the subject of going through of experiencing difficult and stressful times um, the other thing that you wanted to talk about in addition to uh, having it be a follow-up on the conversation you had with your mom was also a follow-up to your sermon minisode where... Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking I could introduce that as like, yeah, like I get my spiritual um, legacy from my mother mm-hmm. um, and like just hearing from her and how I talked about God meeting me in my garden during this Mm -hmm. tough time. And I I'm thinking maybe asking her the question of like, how has God been meeting her? Okay. Yeah, that would be great. Um, And just to put this into context to get a sense of the timeline here, um, you talked to your mom about the election uh, a year ago, so it, the election had just mm-hmm. happened. It was December of 2020. Um, or, mm-hmm. So, and um, at that point, what was going on? What was going on with you guys? What was going on with your mom? She had just recently been diagnosed, mm-hmm. and we were navigating the newness of that cancer di- uh, diagnosis. Wow! Yeah, like a week before the election or maybe like five days before the election Mm -hmm. was when she was diagnosed. Wow. So that episode came like maybe two weeks after her diagnosis. Uh Uh-huh. I didn't realize that. Um, Okay. (laughs) Well, in light of that, do you want to give her a call and loop her in? Yep. Okay. I'll do that now. Hey, Andrew, 
You there? Yep, I'm here. Okay. Hi, Andrew. How are you tonight? Hi, I'm doing well, Miss Greta. How are you doing? Doing great, thank you. Uh, Beth, do you want me to lead this, or do you want to lead this? I was thinking you could lead it and okay. do kind of interview style. All of a sudden, I feel bashful because I never know how to interact with my friend's parents. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I'll try and start it off. It makes me feel like he I'm can 10 do years it old. if he wants to. I'm easy to get along with, and he I... says something I don't like. I'll smack him next time I see him. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> I'll, I'll definitely keep that in mind. Um, <laughs> All right. Well, we wanted to put this on the podcast because you and Bethany had such a warm conversation a year ago in light of the uh, election, and you guys were talking about your kind of differing intergenerational approaches. And in the years since then, we've continued to experience everything the year has had to give us. Um, mm -hmm. And... Bethany gave a very gave, Bethany gave a wonderful sermon at the end of the summer, where uh, she talked about getting through that year with the help of of the faith um, that that you, Miss Greta, helped cultivate in her. Is do you think that's fair to say, Beth? Yeah, definitely. Okay, I guess what we're what we kind of wanted to kick around here was the question of um, how, how how did you just frame that, Beth? Kind of just a recap of that conversation that we had about politics because we yeah. have continued to have civil unrest mm -hmm. in the last yeah. year. And yeah. then also, Mom, I'm thinking that whole sermon um, was about being met by God. I'm wondering if yeah. you can talk about how God has met you over the last year. So I'm kind of thinking of approaching it in this twofold way. Hmm. What do you think about that, Andrew? That makes sense. Yeah. It, just in thinking of how in how God has met me uh, through this whole journey, it's just been phenomenal. Um, from the uh, doctor, Dr. Dambro at, at Delaware Imaging, who told me, this is going to be a tough year, but mm -hmm. you'll get through it to um, when I got the confirmation of the biopsy, um, the first thing the Holy Spirit said to me was, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Mm -hmm. And I said, uh, say what? <laughs> Again, I heard, the joy of the Lord shall be your strength. Where do you feel like you've seen that show up, Mom? Oh, every appointment, um, my ability to maintain positivity, mm -hmm. um, just in the miraculous ways he has blessed me through this whole thing and allowed me to see the power of his grace. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, just over and over again. I, um, how do you, you, hmm? how do you you've been able to maintain that? Do you think part of that has come from your background with faith growing up? Do you see, do you see yourself acting in ways more like your parents or your aunts or uncles and leaning on God during this time? Where do you think you've been able to develop this faith in God in this moment? It absolutely comes from my uh, familial, the, the, the generations of, of people walking in faith. Mm -hmm. You know, um, 
I, I think of how my my knee, there was a deformity. They really didn't know back then what went on with my knee. But my mother believed this, that she, it was a woman who was an evangelist who traveled around um, healing people. And my mm-hmm. mother called her and she prayed for me. And mm-hmm. I said, that was a good prayer because I didn't have to get a new knee till my 50. So, <laughs> <laughs> but th- those are the things that I tap in. But I, I, I don't give myself any credit. I give all the credit to God, to Jesus and his precious Holy Spirit who when my mind would be racing, when, when the enemy would bombard me with negative, negative thinking, he would give me scripture, cast down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Jesus Christ. I'll live and I'll not die. And I'll declare the works of the Lord. Because that, that is one I said to myself, every, I try to say every day, because I, I know that God is going to bless me to be able to share my testimony, to be able to share my story, and, um, and, and, and lay hands on the sick and see them recover. I know it without a doubt. Mm-hmm. And in the joy, I notice it's... it's bit, let us ask you questions, too. Okay. Andrew, do you have any questions? I mean, I have questions, I can go. It'll be 10 minutes before we can get a break. So that's <laughs> yes, awesome. I will go. Okay. Slow but down. I just, let me say, let me just uh-huh. say this. For the joy of the Lord, it's supernatural joy because it provides that strength. But every time I would go to Cancer Treatment Center of America, I would have some type of pleasant encounter with somebody and I either would make them laugh or we would have a discussion where both of us were laughing. Mm-hmm. And when the laughter would come, that reminded me that the Lord said, the joy of the Lord will be your strength. Yeah. And it strengthened me and helped me keep going. Mm-hmm. I guess my question is, it, it, the ability to maintain that attitude where you remember that the joy of the Lord is your strength and you're looking for those moments of grace where that joy shines through is just amazing to me, especially right now. You know, the church is going through certain things and the the country is going through certain things uh, and we're, yeah. we're heading into what seems to be a kind of a dark time, uh, literally, yeah. and also in terms of what's happening in the news. How, and I'm asking this for myself, how do you make yourself open to, see, to, to receiving that joy? Because I believe the word of, the, of God, and I, I, don't, I won't allow myself to deviate from anything. Mm-hmm. I, I see the things that are going on in this world, and it's so strange for me at 62 to see things... Um, that uh, when I was in uh, elementary school, people were fighting and people were rioting and there were um, people were dying for our civil rights. And the things that were gained during that time and at the cost, there was bloodshed for that. We are now seeing all of that reverse. But I say to God, God, this 
is you, you didn't look down and say, oh, what? No, you knew this was coming. Mm. Help me understand my place in the midst of this and help me always to see you. Yeah. No matter what, help me always to see you. Uh, divisions, we're going to see divisions in, in churches. Is it, is it schism or schism? What is, I never know how to pronounce that word. Yeah. Um, in churches, we're, we're going to see so much more of that. Because the even the white evangelical commute church community, they're going to have to give an account for what they have allowed under their watch. It's wow. driving young people away. Mm. It's, yes. it's separating churches. Mm-hmm. But yeah. but I know that God will show Himself mighty and be able I, I, from this. Uh, just just in you, Bethany, I've, I've seen you rise. You have, I've seen you rise to the position where you boldly proclaim the truth and you speak truth to power. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what, that's what has to happen. And I, I just see that. And I, I know that's going to happen. I, I know there are, there are many Bethany's across this nation, Amen. you know, who, who are doing just that. It strikes me how, Interesting wait, it is. Wait, wait, Andrew. Wait, okay, mom, go for it. ain't no other Bethany. Can't nobody do it like me, Mom. <laughs> oh, oh, that's you. You are unique. You are unique. There's, there's none like you. I did a good job. <laughs> <laughs> I like how your mom pats herself on the back for that. <laughs> it's oh yeah, oh yeah. So, what is interesting to me in that conversation that Beth recorded last year was kind of this contrast between what you're saying, Miss Greta, about how you have seen certain things improve. And I think, Beth, you're more kind of, um, I don't want to say pessimistic view, but you're, you're more skeptical view. Um, I would say that pessimistic is accurate, at least when it comes to American politics. So I do think that's an accurate description, Andrew. Mm-hmm. You know what else is I think is funny? Your mom, your mom just said that she doesn't think that God is looking down, saying like what, but literally earlier today in the Slack, uh, you said that you think Jesus is lo- is looking down at us like I don't know, y'all. <laughs> I did say that. That is really funny. As we've been navigating different things, somebody specifically said kind of what you said, Mom, of like. Anything, yeah. anything is possible with the strength of Jesus. And my response yeah. was, uh, I think Jesus is looking down and thinking, you know, you know, I cuss mom. So I used an expletive. Bethany. Oh, my. Help for Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to protect you, Beth. I tried to censor you when I quoted you. <laughs> I don't know about y'all. Yeah. And you really have opposing views. Because I, I think of this. That's that's not Jesus' reaction because the Word of God says He knew us before we were formed in the belly of our mother's womb. He knows exactly what what we're how we're going to react to something, what we're going to do, and while He the 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 behavior of 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 some people is so egregious, it's like mind blowing to me. I believe that Jesus sees it and gives us that choice. And it's a very simple choice. Do right or do wrong. You have free will. You think so? You think Absolutely. It's that-, that whole free will thing has always gotten to me. 
because people do the most base, horrible things. And we want to say, God, how could you let that happen? Because you have free will. You know, people who are people who are pro-life, they they espouse espouse. Huh? I want to talk. Go here. Now, let me just listen to what I'm saying. Who espouse being pro-life and 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 claim their faith and this and that and everything? Uh, God is pro-choice because He gives you free will. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. So, don't don't come come at me like that. You know what I mean? Uh, that that those type of decisions are between the person and God because God gives them free will. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, so you feel like you feel like God gives us free will, and explain that to me some more. He allows He allows us to make choices, even though the choice may grieve His heart. We still have the free will to make those choices. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm saying people categorize things, and 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 I know I do that. I, I'll say I'll say assign things and say, you know, Bethany. I'm always saying now the Holy Spirit, the, the and you say, Mom, these people aren't listening to the Holy Spirit like that. They don't that, but well, I no, just, you say that the Holy Spirit will speak to people, and that's what I was going to say. Okay, as well, but I always say people cannot hear from the Holy Spirit in a way that their biases don't open them to, right? Like we still, white people experience whiteness and they can only be open to experiencing the Holy Spirit through the lens of whiteness if that's what they choose, right? So if they do anti-racism work, if they they pray at that, I think it might be different, but I I don't think that the Holy Spirit is just like put some more adobo in those collard greens. Karen. Now, like, now that's not true. Now you know the, you know the Holy Spirit has helped me bake a cake, so I can't yeah, I can't tell I you. I don't that. think the Holy Spirit is just hollering ingredients down to a white lady from the no. campus. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't think that the Holy Spirit that people can hear from the Holy Spirit. I don't know, just like random revelation. But I feel like they choose not to hear him because Jesus said, I'm, I'm, there's going to be another that comes after me and he'll be with you. He'll be inside of you. And, and if you open yourself to hear from the Holy Spirit, because God, God Almighty, he, he doesn't, not many people hear from God Almighty. Um, Jesus, he's our comforter. We get his prayers and everything, but the Holy Spirit he is the third person of the Godhead that lives inside of us, and he will speak if you listen. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm telling <laughs> I, you. Because he'll, and he'll I, speak to well, me in ways. It's, it's yeah, but it's not me. Like when he told me about this woman, evil speakings. She does evil. I don't speak like that. I don't say that's there's evil speakings going on. Although I've been praying for you about you for that, for what you're dealing with right now. But I, I, I'll hear it in a voice that I know is not mine, that I can separate it. And that I know clearly it's, it's coming from the Holy Spirit, from God Almighty, from Jesus at, at the left, uh, on the side of God, right hand of God, interceding for me so that the Holy Spirit can then speak to me. Yeah, that's your experience, I guess. I just don't have it that. It is. Yeah. But, but I, I, 
I feel bad because I think sometimes your pessimism um, can almost fall into a lack of faith. It probably definitely does. I'll be the mm. first person to say that. Like the people, as soon as I heard the language, we can be co-conspirators with God. Martin Luther King said that. I was Mm -hmm. like, that's right up my alley. Because the idea of faith has always been something that's difficult for me. Mm -hmm. But I have had God show me, show me himself in the middle of a situation. And that's what's increased my faith. Mm Mm-hmm is that I've seen him work. And that's yeah. how I've gotten through this year. It's mm-hmm. only through the grace of God and my faith increasing, increasing. You know, uh, from my doctor, when I first met the oncologist at Cancer Treatment Center of America, she was so grim when she would come in to talk to me. And, and as I went through chemotherapy, she would come in with a smile. This tumor, we didn't think it would do, it's shrinking, it's shrinking to almost nothing. And and I saw it because what I didn't, Francesca reminded me that after our first appointment with her, she said, God is with you before mm-hmm. she left the room. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's just, that's just been my whole story. You know, I, I, I love to tell how I found my radiation oncologist is um, I told Pastor Dwayne, I said, everything's gone well. I said, it's gone really, really good, but I, I, I need a radiation oncologist. And and I, you know, really don't know where to turn. And he said, you know, there's there's a man here that plays the guitar for us. He plays the bass for us on Sundays. He used to work at the Cancer Treatment Center of America. And um, he, 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 uh, he used to work there. I'll have him call you. So he called me, and it's Dr. David Suh, a radiation oncologist who practices right in Delaware. That's 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 a miraculous blessing. And it's a man of God that at every appointment before we close says, shall we pray? Let's pray. Mm-hmm. And the radiation was the roughest part of all of my cancer treatment. I, I mean, after after the mastectomy, I didn't need uh, to take OxyContin, but I sure needed it for radiation. It was it was grueling. I tell people it's like someone peels your skin with a hot potato pillar. It's it's unbelievable. But God got me through, and He kept me going, and He blessed me with a man of God who would pray for me, who would rebuke cancer, who would speak life into my body at just the time that I needed it the most. That's what faith does. It's not easy to trust God with faith because God will come at, at uh, you know, if something's going to happen at midnight. God will come at 1159. He doesn't have a problem with that. So it's, it's not easy, but I, I, I cannot do anything else. Yeah. yeah. So. And but, what about the country? Do we want to talk about politics? You know, I'm I'm kind of interested in this in what we're touching on here. This really fundamental difference okay, great. between between uh, between you, Beth, and and between the the optimism that your your mom is espousing here. I mean, how does what she's saying strike you? Does it make you question the way you see things? It it does because I'm sitting here thinking like, yeah, mom has had a lot of miracles throughout this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really have. Yeah. And it's just, it's hard to hold on to 
It is hard I, to hold I, on. I know it, it breaks it breaks my heart because I remember telling you when I go to these cancer treatment center, um, the word comes to me, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou art with me. And I spoke that out loud when I was with you going to Fox Chase and you began to cry. And it, I, I recognized, okay, I should have kept that one spoke that one in it because it's very difficult to see someone you love go through something like this. But that is what I say every time I have an appointment because it strengthens me. And I walk into that place knowing that God is with me, his rod and his staff, they comfort me. I'm not alone. I'm not alone. God goes before me. He walks beside me and he's got my back. That's how I walk into those places. Yeah. And I know it's not easy for you. I, I, this has been a rough year for you, a very rough year. And it yeah. breaks my heart. The, the part I play in it that has been so hard for you, I, I, it makes me feel badly, even though I know you would never want me to feel badly. But I, I, I know you're my baby. You're, you're, you're my baby, and I don't care how old you get. You, you function like that with me. You're my baby. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a rough year in the yeah. way. The way you approach your faith of just, you said to me recently, I don't have an earthly father anymore, so I have to trust God like that. And I've been thinking about that a lot. I feel like, you know, I was praying today out loud, and I pray to God like I talk to you, like that kind of like snippy, kind of like fussy type of way. I pray to God actually. And I was saying to God, look at you. I had to beg my way into a program and I ended up right up my alley from begging myself into that program that I wasn't supposed to get into last year. God, look at you. Yeah. And that kind of playfulness felt like your faith where you're just like, okay, I'm going to pray this and I'm going to trust God. My faith kind of looks like, okay, I am going to trust God but I'm definitely going to fuss about it the entire time. Yeah. So I think it's maybe a personality thing. It is, and that is your personality. Yeah. It, that is your personality, and I'm glad you talk to God like that because that means when you talk to him, you always come with the real, and that's what God wants. You know, yeah. he doesn't want no flowery, the all the, you know, even though I can go there with God, but. I I, 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 do, I like to talk to God and just tell because him there's times. Huh? Because you thought it was a good idea to teach us how to read using the King James Version of the Bible. Yes. For elementary school. And, and you're, you, you did learn how to read. And I did that because I said to the Lord, I want their word to be your word to be hidden in their hearts so that they don't sin against you. So you did learn to not only to read, but you have fantastic vocabulary. <laughs> I've looked at some of your old vocabulary tests and said, oh, my Greta, that was rough. Oh, but they did it. <laughs> you do did it. So, And you're an eloquent, eloquent woman today. Yeah. Thanks to the King James Version of the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. That is what I did that. Do you want to wrap it up there? to figure out a way to wrap it up i think that's uh the perfect place to leave it i think i thank you so much for uh miss greta for for doing this listening to you guys talk 
is just the the greatest. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Thank you for the uh, the privilege of being able to do this. Me, me and Bethy, we have great conversations. We can have conversations where it they're fiery. We can have conversations where we're just silly and giggling. But um, I just always appreciate uh, our communication. I do. I I I, I enjoy it myself. <laughs> All right. So this has been great. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you. Um, All right. Well, we'll definitely have to uh, have you back at some point uh, where we go deeper into the politics side of things. Um, but yeah, yeah let's uh, let's leave it be for now, Beth. I know you've got a meeting to get to in a minute. So. Yep. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you both. All right. Thanks. All right. All right. Love you, Bethy. Talk to you soon. Love you too, Mom. But, and I got the lights for that cake. <laughs> They're on their way. Christmas sweater cake is going to be amazing this year, Andrew. Yes, I cannot wait. All right. Looking forward to it. Good, good, good. All right. Take Bye. care. All right. Love you. Bye. Bye-bye. Love you. Bye-bye.